In the name of Jesus. 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 Your Peter will survive. A woman by the name of Hannah got tired of what was happening. She was married to a man called Elkanah. But Elkanah was not, she wasn't the only wife. There was Penina as well. And she, Hannah, was barren. But Penina was having children. And she was using that to mock her. And she went to meet her husband, Elkanah. She said to him, I need children. She was really sad. Feeling very bad. Elkanah looked at her and said to her, I don't know why you are so bothered about this thing. Am I not better to you than ten sons? You get that English? He said, I'm, am I not better to you than ten sons? After all, I give you everything that you need. Whatever you ask for, I give to you. The woman looked at him and didn't answer him. She just bypassed him and entered the church and went straight to the altar and started to pray. Because she knew, obviously, Elkanah doesn't understand what is going on. You know, sometimes we men are the last to know what is happening. He doesn't understand. How can you tell me that you are better to me than ten sons? When the equation in the house is not balanced. The equation in this house is not balanced. You, you have children. Are you getting my point? Penina has children. Excuse me, I'm the only one here and you are telling me you are better to me than ten sons? She just bypassed him and entered. She started to pray. You can never outgrow prayer. You can never outgrow prayer. Even if you have a water bed for a bed, one day sleep will disappear from your eyes. That day you will need to kneel down and say, God, why has this sleep gone away? You can never outgrow prayers. And you need to make prayer a consistent part of your life. If you don't have what to pray for for yourself, pray for pastor and his wife. Are you getting my point? Ask people to bring their own prayer point and be Because once you start to outgrow prayer, your distance with God will start increasing. God will become a stranger to you. So you must never reach a point where you feel that I don't need to pray. It's very dangerous for a Christian to enter that zone where you feel you know people that do that they will head for trouble. There's trouble just around the corner. Once you start to feel I don't need to pray. There's no prayer. There's trouble around the corner. Then when you enter it you say oh God hallelujah just wave your hand to him and say Father I thank you for hearing my cry. Open your mouth and say, Father, thank you for hearing my cry. For this second quarter, you will increase me. You will multiply me. You will expand me. You will enlarge me by your mercy. In the name of Jesus. Clap those hands for him. Come on, clap those hands for him. Hallelujah. Help me shake three persons. Tell them God's mercy will speak for you. Tell three persons. Tell three persons. Tell three persons. Hallelujah. Take your seat. 
Amen. Clap those hands one more time for Jesus. Many thanks to our spiritual father and mother in the house. Thank you so much for the honor, the privilege to be here to speak to your people. It's an honor I don't take lightly at all. Thank you once again. Let's appreciate them for this. <laughs> Hallelujah. That clapping is under attack. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the mighty name of Jesus. Luke 18. My faith is in the mercy of God. Luke 18, verse 37. Luke 18, 37. Praise the Lord. Luke 18, 37. Can we read together? We'll read it down. Let's keep reading down. Yes. 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 Aha. Yes. 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 He asked him. Yes. 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 Aside, your faith has made you well. Praise God. Praise God. Your faith has made you well. The man said, Thou son of David. Thou son of David. Jesus is not the son of David. He is the son of Joseph and Mary. But a blind man heard that he is passing. He didn't say the son of Joseph and Mary passing. Have mercy on me. He said, thou son of David, have mercy on me. He called Jesus the son of David. Now that's revelation. A blind man that can't see can call Jesus the son of David. And Jesus stopped. Because I'm sure when they told him who was passing, they didn't tell him the son of David was passing. You don't know that Jesus, that Jesus that has been healing people around, he's the one that is passing. But the blind man knew that he's more than the son of the carpenter. That is the son of David. And the only thing he said was, have mercy on me. You know, there's a way somebody will call you, you will know that person really knows you. You can be here in the city of London and then Somebody calls you by one name that they only called you in secondary school. <laughs> Are you getting my point now? You know that this person, 
This person calling me knows me. You, have, you will stop. If you bear, for example, maybe you bear James here. James, James. Everybody called James, James, James. Okay, James, James. Then suddenly, somebody calls you Castro Planner. <laughs> Are you getting my point? I said, Castro Planner. Ah. This guy is from secondary school. <laughs> this guy knows me. You will stop. That's what happened here. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus said, whoever is this person calling knows me. Now, I want to take you to the book of 2 Samuel. I want to show you something there. Hallelujah. Second Samuel 7, verse 14. Second Samuel, chapter 7, verse 14. Thank you, Jesus. His mercy will locate you. Look at what Second Samuel 7, verse 14 says. It says, from verse 14 to 17, it says, I will be what? His father... And he shall be my son. Talking about David. He said, if he commit iniquity, I will chasten him with what? The rod of men. And with the stripes of the children of men. But, but, my mercy shall not depart away from him as I took it from Saul. We are in the lineage of David now. If he commit offense, I will flog him. I will beat him. But my mercy, I won't take from him. Uh -huh. You see, when you understand this, it's difficult for anything to make you miss God's mercy. That's the best I can say for now. It's, it's, if he commit sin, look at it there. If he commit sin, That's the line there. If he commit iniquity, I will what? Talk to me, church. I will do what? No, please check. I want you to be talking to me. I will do what? What does chasing him mean? I'll flog him. I'm going to flog him. I'm going to flog him. I will chase him with the rod of men and with what? The blows. <laughs> I will blow him. I will blow him. But I won't take my mercy. We have something here. That means that even your offenses against God are not strong enough to make you miss out on the mercy of God. Yeah, one way or the other we do commit offense. We fall into sin one way or the other. But what he's saying here is that sin is not big enough for him to turn his mercy away from you. He said, I will not take my mercy away from him like I took it from Saul. I need you to have confidence in the mercy of God. When the devil comes and tells you you are not worthy, you will remind him here. Yes. Yes. I might not be worthy, 
But God will never take away his mercy from me. I am not banking in myself as a person. I am banking on the mercy of God. That is why this thing I'm looking at, my confidence is I'm going to get it. Because his, his mercy is by my side. If I commit offense, he will deal with me. But he will not take his mercy away from me. Am I talking to somebody here? Yes, your child committed offense. You will punish him. But does it mean that, are you hearing me now? A neighbor is there dealing with your boy and you will not say you are going to go and rescue him. Do you get what I'm saying now? He, he committed offense. He left the house when he was not supposed to leave the house. But the fact that you, he is somewhere serving serious, somebody's decking him with blows. You as a parent will not step and say, hey, 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 if anybody has right to beat him, it's me, okay? That thing you are doing is not allowed. <laughs> That's what God is saying. Don't let Satan get you, defeat you in the area of your sense. Because I can tell you are not worthy of it. You that did this yesterday, did that the day before. What are you talking about here? You are here praying and crying. But get out. You can't get anything from me. Do you get my point now? Because that's what he does. When you, when you want to get to God seriously on issues, you want God to intervene on your behalf, he will just play back just a recorder of your life for you. Just, you know, <laughs> just say, see, people are, are lifting up hands. You also, you are lifting up hands. <laughs> my friend, put your hand down. If there's anybody to put up hand here, is it you? Then from here. Yeah. <laughs> Are you getting my point now? By the time he brings condemnation to you, you can't even lift up your head. The next thing you say, God, forgive my sins. Forgive my sins. But he's telling him here, I know he will commit sin. He will. I will punish him for that. But... My mercy, I won't take from him. Now look at what he says. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now he said, but my mercy shall not depart away from him as I took it from Saul, whom I put away before thee. And thine house and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee. Thy throne shall be established forever. According to all these words and according to all this vision, so did Nathan speak unto David. It was a prophetic message that God sent to him. So, now listen to me. This mercy, God said, I will not take it away from you. Isn't it? So, therefore, when blind Bartimaeus said, Thou son of David, he had an understanding that there is this thing called mercy that hangs around the seed of David. And I know you, Jesus. They may call you the son of the carpenter. I know that's not who you are. You are the son of David. And you are the carrier of mercy for all generations. Hey, thou son of David, have mercy. All he knew was, let him just hear me call him. He will stop for me. Today, if God can hear your voice, if God can hear you call, it doesn't matter the level at which you are in. It doesn't matter how many have discouraged you. It doesn't matter how many say, don't cry anymore. He will hear you. Say amen like a warrior. Say amen like a warrior. 
he will hear you. Bible says, and he stopped. Never you doubt your confidence in the mercy of God. Not in yourself, in his mercy. His mercy always delivers. Even when you are in fault. Your fault, God knows how to deal with you on that. But his mercy towards you will never fail. Praise the Lord. What I want to do today is to deepen your confidence, your faith in the mercy of God. Always come before God on that platform of his mercy. And that's why today I brought something I saw in pastor's office. I want to use that for a little illustration to help you. Let's celebrate the box called the Ark of the Covenant. Are you clapping? <laughs> I was excited when I saw this in your office. In the Old Testament, they had this thing. You must have heard about it. The presence of God meets them here. This is the ark. Then inside the ark are some things that have been there. This one is pastor's own request. <laughs> we have this. And then we have this. And then we have this one. This one is the table of commandments. This one is the pot of manna. You know the manna they were eating in the womb. And then this one is Aaron's rod that budded. The three of these things are kept inside this thing here. And then they are covered by these angels here signifying. These are angels. Now, this is it. When they do this, And they cover it. They put it in the holy of holies. Where only the high priest goes in there once a year to make atonement for their sins. But watch this. This thing. They put it. Can you help me with the chair there? <laughs> this might like... He's even totally carried away. <laughs> now, Boston, help me with this. Help me with that. Inside the Holy of Holies, they have what they call the mercy seat. And they put it under it, sir. Are you with me now? So, the ark stays under where? The mercy seat. This seat, there's a seat in the Holy of Holies. That seat is God's seat. That's his seat. Now, open there. Exodus. Exodus. Hallelujah. Exodus 25. 
25, verse 21. Exodus 25, 21. Are you there? He says what? Let's read. Yes. Yes. I'll give you. Yes, 22. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. Where will God speak to you from? So his presence comes here. Right? He sits like this. Then under is the ark. Are you hearing me now? Now you need to understand. That inside the ark, we said, are three things. The table of commandments. The pot of manna. And then the rod. Now, let me help you here. That table of commandments is God's instructions. Injunctions. So, that commandment will represent divine direction. The commandments represent divine direction. The second thing there is the pot of manna. When they were hungry in the wilderness, God will send manna down. Every day he will send manna. Isn't that correct? And then he, told, he tells them, look, when you get this manna, eat it one day. Don't keep it till the next day. But of course, <laughs> you know how we are. Suppose it doesn't come tomorrow. <laughs> Suppose it this day doesn't show tomorrow. What, what do you think we should do? I say, I'll keep some. <laughs> it's your whole fridge working. He said, my fridge is working. Let's put it inside. <laughs> but by the time they got there the next day, it's rotten, stinking, smelling. That signifies divine provision. And he tells them, don't keep it till the next day. Every day, I will supply you. I will give to you every day. And Jesus said, give us this day our daily bread. Because God is in the business of solving your problem one day at a time. Am I talking to somebody here? Every single day, he is committed to solving your problem for you. That's why you don't have to worry what tomorrow is going to look like. Don't worry about it. Tomorrow when it comes, a fresh manna will come down from heaven. Can I hear a believer's amen? That's it. That pot there signifies God's divine provision. Then Aaron's rod that budded. That Aaron's rod that budded came from a time where there was argument. They were arguing that who is the one that was chosen? Who was the one that was chosen? So Moses now said, okay, all of you tribes here, bring each one a rod and put it in front of the altar. And they brought their rods and put it there. And by the next day, Aaron's rod had done what? Had bought it because they didn't want, they didn't like the way Aaron was always giving commandments. They said, which of, who did God choose? They brought it. By the next day, only his rod among the others started producing fruits overnight. Overnight, it produced almond fruits, signifying that this is the person that I have selected. Divine selection. So, his divine selection his divine provision, his divine direction 
All what you need in this life, they come in between all these things. Am I talking to somebody here? When you are lost and you don't know which way to follow, you need his guidance. Am I talking to somebody here? He is there to, to supply all your needs according to his riches. So all these things, three of them, hangs every other thing you need in this world. And he said, carry those three as a memorial. Put them in the covenant box. And the covenant box, put it under the mercy seat. So your provision, your selection, your direction, all come under the mercy seat. That's why I told you yesterday that when that mercy truck is moving, everything you need is inside that truck. So when blind Bartimaeus said, thou son of David, have mercy on me, it's like that whole thing came. Jesus on that seat. Son of David, on the mercy seat. Tell me what you want that my eyes might see. Instantly, he provided new eyes for him. When you understand the mercy of God and you put your faith in the mercy of God, nothing fails you. When you go on your knees to pray, don't bank on your righteousness. Because you never know where you went wrong. Ah, me, no, I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't do anything bad, you know. <laughs> How do you know? You can never tell. Something you didn't do could count against you. Something you did could count against you. You can never tell. Where you are supposed to talk that you didn't talk. That your quietness was a sin. You can never know. So never you bank on yourself. Say, I, I know myself. I didn't do anything wrong. You can never tell. When you go before God, talk to him from where he's sitting on the mercy seat. Am I helping somebody here today? Talk to him and say, God, I'm speaking to you on the platform of your mercy. Because according to Lamentation, where we read, it doesn't fail. It is new every morning. It doesn't fail. So don't come in a self-righteous way because you, are, you may be surprised that plenty of sin is around you. A prophet came to God and said, God, I'm the only one remaining. All others have started serving Baal. I'm the only one that is remaining. God laughed at him. He said, follow me. Just took him somewhere into one cave and opened there and he saw 700 people there who have not bowed to bow. You can never tell. That's why when you hope in the mercy of God for everything, you can never fail. Anybody who is banking on themselves will come short. But those who bank on the mercy of God never fail. Even when their own personal lives may not be fully aligned. But because they are not banking on themselves, they are banking on the mercy of God. God answers them. But like he said to David, if he commits sin, I will deal with him. Wave your hand if you understand what I'm saying here. Do you get what I'm saying now? He said if he sin, he's not going to get away with it. I'll deal with him. But then, as per this mercy thing, <laughs> I won't take it away from him. 
Satan will not brag against you. I said, you say he's your son. Look at him. Learn to put your confidence in the mercy of God. It never fails. Are you getting my point now? So when God says, I will meet you on the mercy seat, it's a big deal. It's what? It's a big deal. I speak to all of you here. I don't know from you are from diverse backgrounds. But God sent me here to let you know that no matter where your background is, Satan has no respect for your background. Are you hearing me now? He, Satan doesn't care. He has agents everywhere. The amount of angels that Satan fell with from heaven is more than the population of planet Earth. Yeah. That's why many of them can squeeze into one house. <laughs> because the, their population is plenty. Do you understand? Uh -huh. Legion. He asks, how many are you say we are legion? That's over 6,000. In one man. There must be accommodation problem. <laughs> Come on, shout hallelujah. There must be some form of accommodation problem. You want another one? Okay, the, the guy that was, the demon that was cast out from that person, he said he went about seeking where to stay and he couldn't find any. <laughs> Are you getting my point? He couldn't find where, he had to return back. You understand? Then he looked for seven or eight of them more powerful than him. Help me to secure my accommodation. <laughs> You guys, I need you to help me secure my accommodation. There are plenty of them out there. Are you hearing me? Always bank on the mercy of God. Don't go to God with one type of self-righteous prayer. You will have problems. Go on his mercy. The mercy seat is hanging over that and inside that is the rod the pot and the table of command is somebody hearing me now now every time you want to see God's mercy multiplied in your life go for knowledge of God I'm now shifting now to how to begin to know more about his mercy. See more of his mercy. Begin to know about him. The more you know about God, the more of his mercy you enjoy. So knowledge is a powerful key in enjoying more of what? Of what? Of his mercy. Yes, that's right. That's why if you, if you, if you do study of Bible, if you see mercy and truth always go together. Mercy and truth. Mercy and truth. Mercy and truth always go. And what is truth? Thy word is truth. So mercy and truth are always going together. When there is more of his truth, then you will see more of his mercy. The more you know somebody very well, the more you can get things out of them. Isn't it? Oh yeah. 
A woman that knows her husband very well, most likely she'll get more things out of him. Mommy, I want to ask daddy about that thing now. Don't ask him now. <laughs> Is that correct? The way I'm seeing him reading that paper and shaking his leg like this. It's not. <laughs> if you ask him anything now, he's not going to answer you. I mean, no, 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 I, I'll ask him now. The, the kid runs him. And he comes back crying. <laughs> Daddy says, I should get out. <laughs> but I told you. I told you. I'm his wife, I know. Then later again, she'll come say, hey, come, go and meet him now. <laughs> go and meet him now. He will give it to you. I said, but mommy, that is not, he's not even looking happy. Go. And then when he goes, he comes. Mommy, that he gave it to me. He said, I told you. The more you know somebody, the more you get things out of that person. The more you know God, the more stuff his mercy house will supply to you. May there be a fresh hunger in you from today. In the name of Jesus. When that hunger to know him starts to arise and you begin to know him, you, you get things out of him. You get things out of him. Why many don't get things out of God? Because you don't know God. You may know men, but you don't know God. So whatever you get is limited to the person you know. Whatever you get is limited to the person that you know. If you know God, you will get so much out of his storehouse. And how do I know him? Through his word. Spend time there. Spend time there. Use all your time. The spare ones you have and the ones you can carve out of the busy ones. Get to know him. Get pastor's tapes. Sit down, lie down. Come to church here. Just lie down here and listen to them. Remove some space from that your phone and load some more messages in there. Put that earpiece there and just lie down there. And just listen to that message over and over. As you are knowing him, your access to his storehouse increases. Secondly, by your prayer. By your prayer. You want to access more of his mercy? Spend time in prayer. Amen? It's very easy in the, in the land like this to, to miss out on the need for prayer. But don't you do that. You are a child of God. Say, I'm a child of God. Yeah, don't you do that. There is nothing any human being can give to you that can compare to what God will give to you. There is nothing any human being can give you compared to what God will give to you. Amen? So go to him in prayer. Yesterday when I was talking to you here, Zachariah, as he was pouring incense, the angel came and said, your prayer has been answered. And they said it was the mercy of God in manifestation. Spend time in prayer. 
come to church and kneel down, get into your house, pray anywhere you are in your car, speak in tongues. And I found that speaking in tongues is one of the best ways to pray. Because you can pray for things you don't even know you are praying about. Speak in tongues. It gets things done. A friend of mine was being owed some money. And the guy that owed him the money, he would keep asking him, pay my money, pay my money, pay my money. The guy keeps tossing him. He now thought, what am I going to do to get this guy to pay my money? Every time, months have come and gone, he refused to pay. So one day, he went to his house speaking in tongues. <laughs> oh, bad, da, 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 da. He just started speaking in tongues. He knocked the guy's door, still speaking in tongues. He just kept on and on. When the guy opened the door, he said, What can I do for you? Manda Zipala. <laughs> I'm telling you of a real story. He read bo 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 bo. Then he will now look at the guy with a bad eye. He got da da. Borodo do do. Ramba ba 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 ba. I'm asking you, what can I do for you? Ira da 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 da. Bashata. Kamba da da. Ibara da da. <laughs> when he finished rattling in tongues, he didn't say a word in English. <laughs> Hallelujah. He didn't say one word. He looked at him. Rabadada. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he said when he got to his house, not up to 15 minutes, the guy came in there with his cash in his hand. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> he had his full cash in his hand. He said, please, that thing you put on me, take it away now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he said, please, take that thing away from me now. <laughs> Praise God. Christ. Oh my God. <laughs> Listen. We now ask him, so what were you saying in tongues? 
He said nothing, just giving God the glory. <laughs> Come and wave your hand and shout yes! <laughs> Hallelujah. He said, I'm just giving God the glory. <laughs> need to help pastor up. <laughs> Hallelujah. It works. It works. Amen. 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 Do I have 400 men on, on soldiers on horses here that can give me a loud amen? Clap those hands for Jesus. I don't trust in myself. I have disappointed myself several times. I have disappointed my own self several times and I'm sure yourself as well. Don't trust yourself. Trust the mercy of God. Say amen. Bank on the mercy of God. It never fails. It never fails. The mercy of God never fails. Look at it there. As powerful as this ark is, if they go to battle without this ark, they will lose. No matter how powerful they are, they're going to lose. But when that ark returns home, it comes undone. Mercy. As powerful as it is, it's still under the mercy of God. I'm speaking to you from the depth of my heart because I know this will go a long way with you. Always, at all times, in every situation, put your faith in the mercy of God. He said, this is, this I call to mind and I have hope. Do you understand? I read it yesterday. This is what, whenever I think about this, I, my hope stirs up. I want to say to somebody here, in that thing that has taken so long that you're expecting, it's taking quite some time. God said, because of his mercy, it will come to you speedily. Because of his mercy. I'm speaking to somebody. That thing issue has taken some time. You've been trusting, trusting, trusting. It's taken some time. But now, because of the mercy of God, it shall be brought to you speedily. Can you stand to your feet, everybody? Celebrate Jesus. Celebrate him. Celebrate him. If he has blessed you, if you have been blessed, celebrate him. Clap like there's no tomorrow. Clap like there's no tomorrow. My father, I thank you. Lift those hands to him and bless him now. Lift those hands and bless him now. Bless him. Say something good to him. Bless him now. Bless him, bless him, bless him, bless him. Appreciate him, appreciate him, appreciate him. Appreciate him, appreciate him, appreciate him. Lift up, lift up, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and bless him, bless him, bless him, bless him. Bless the name of the Lord. 
Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Father, we thank you. 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 Father, we bless you. 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 We bless you, Father. We bless you, Father. We bless you, Father. We bless you, Father. We worship you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We call upon you for your mercy. We call upon you for your mercy. Oh God Almighty. Can you go before God in prayer and ask for his mercy again for this second quarter? Lord, let your mercy go ahead of me. Lord. Lord, let your mercy go ahead of me. Open your mouth in prayer. Forget about yourself and go before the Lord and call upon him. My father, my father, my father. Oh God, dada, ibadada, ripata, tata, obada, igada, romba, shatata. Pray, child of God. For your family, for that business, for that issue on ground. Pray, child of God. Go before God. Forget about yourself. Cry to God. Bank on his mercy. Cry on his mercy. Ibarada, Ibaro do 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 bashata yadala. My father, Ibre de 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 de. Can I hear the women pray? Can I hear the men pray? Can I hear the young ones pray? Can I hear the people of God pray? Ibada, Ibarada, Ibadada. Oh God, Abrada de Barodo boshita, Abrada galebrega de sekelebo. Oh the other Barada, Ibarada da da da. Oh God, my shatter. Let the house burst into prayer. Let the house burst into prayer. Call upon the Lord. Father, we hang on to your mercy. We hang on to your mercy. Uradaba, Upradadada, Epata, Eparadada, Opagadada, Iradadadada, over the ministry, over this ministry, we cry to you, over this ministry, we call upon you, over this ministry, we cry to you, over this ministry. We cry. Let's pray for the ministry. Cry to God over this ministry. Ask God. Ask God. Ask God that His purpose for this ministry shall be fulfilled. Pray, child of God. We cover the mercy seat with our prayers. We cover the mercy seat with our prayers. In Jesus' name we pray. Where is your warrior? Amen. Hold your Bible as you are standing and look at Leviticus 16.
saying something in this house. Leviticus 16. Leviticus 16. Verse 12. Leviticus 16, 12. Praise the Lord. Look at what it says. Leviticus 16, verse 12. Are you there? And he shall take, what? A censer full of burning coals of fire from off the altar before the Lord and his hands full of what? Sweet incense, beating small and bring it within the veil. 13. And he shall put the incense, read for me please. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. He will bring that fire before the Lord and then put the incense so that the incense will do what? That the cloud, the cloud of incense may do what? May cover, cover the mercy seat so that he will not die. When your cloud of incense, which is prayer, when your cloud of incense, which is what? Talk to me. What is in the spirit realm? Incense speaks of prayer. Incense is prayer. Bible says at the time of incense, Zachariah was praying, and the people too were outside praying before the angel appeared. So when you allow your incense to cover where? That's why never you pray prayer and say, God, touch so and so to do something for me. That's the worst insult you can give to God. Say, God, please, can you please touch my uncle to help me? That's the, that's the worst thing you can do to God. You have insulted him. He has a billion ways to do that thing you're asking about. When you tell God, God, please touch this person to do this for me, you have abused God. He won't answer you. A wild fox from somewhere can, can just come to you now and vomit that thing at your door. Are you getting my point? A, a wild fox from nowhere can come, does the dog backing mad, can back come towards you and vomit a little polythene bag. You open there, you see money inside. <laughs> Do you get my point? So don't you tell God that. Your incense, your incense should cover where? Not any human being. Not any human being. Whatever is this, no matter how big it is, let your incense cover the mercy seat. If not, you will die. You know what that means? What that you will die means? That means that problem you are facing will kill you. Because he's not going to answer you. But if you can allow that to happen, he will take care of it for you. Between now and June, I prophesy as a servant of God, you will see mercy in action on your behalf. You will see mercy in action on your behalf. If I have an amen, somebody here. You will see what human beings can do for you. Between now and June, the mercy of God will perform it for you. The mercy of God will perform for you. The mercy of God will perform for you.
He said, let your incense cover. Cover where? You see, you, you are so you are so loaded. You don't need anybody. Do you understand? What I mean is, if it's like without them, you uh, you don't. That's not you. And say, if it's not for me, you can't. No, 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 no. That thing there is dangerous. Once you go before God, you start to cry, and then in the spirit realm, your incense covers this thing here. God will step down on your behalf. Amen. Are you getting my point now? So I need you to have confidence in the operations of the mercy of God. By Sunday in this place, I'm going to be praying for people here. I've told Pastor, I have an anointing for healing. I've traveled to many countries. I've seen God do amazing things. I've seen amazing things. I want to pray for people here. Whatever is your sickness, whatever it is, I'm going to just pray for you. You will see God's mercy in action. Amen. Blind back men will say, Lord, have mercy on me. And his blindness of generations disappeared. Because blind Bartimaeus' father too was blind. Yeah. It means a blind man, the son of a blind man. So it was a generational thing. But mercy took it away from him. If you see things happening in your life that you know that this thing, I saw this happen in the life of my father and my brothers, just know it that you need mercy to operate there. Are you getting my point now? You can tell. Uh, what, what's this woman's name? This Whitney Houston that, that died. Her daughter, too. They just died. It's, it's not too long. Funny circumstances. Similar circumstances. It's, it's the spirit. You see something that used to happen there. You see it happening. You better run to the altar. On Sunday here, and let God, by his mercy, take away those things away from your life. Can you celebrate God this night? Celebrate him the way you are feeling inside. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It doesn't, it doesn't cost you anything but to understand it. To understand it that this is how these things work and then you are gone. So how did you? I said, I'm just, I didn't bank on myself. I'm banking on the mercy of God. I am pastor of the ministry throughout Sunday here from first service to third service. It's going to be an awesome time here. Please don't miss those services. As the Holy Ghost will lead us, we'll be taking from one session to the next for Sunday. I'll be, I mean, I'm looking forward to it with the whole of my being. And I know I'll be laying hands on some of you and praying for you in the area that you need prayer. And then some of you here, some spiritual gifts will be given to you. And those of you who have a particular spiritual gift that has died in your life, who will resurrect it here on Sunday. Yeah, there are some people that before, you know, you could used to you know, do certain things, some spiritual gift, but now you've lost it all completely. Some of you could even have power of visions before, but now all your visions are grounded. Can't see nothing. God, there was one time I used to dream. If I dream, my dream used to come to pass. But now, <laughs> don't dream nothing. We'll stir it up. Because these three months ahead of you, miracle months. God bless you.